Hey everybody, welcome to the Debo Show, starring Kai and Jacob. I'm your host, Jacob, and with me as always is my two lovely co-hosts, Kai and Debo. Say hi to the folks, people. What's up, y'all? Is Kai wise and Kai talk? <laughs> oh, you didn't say my name. <laughs> I said, oh, said just I said <laughs> both of you, and then you're supposed to talk. Oh, okay. Man, I hope you guys edit this. Sorry, stuff. <laughs> I edit heavily because they screw up so often. Sorry, my Damn. I didn't hear anything, and my internet was like, "Your internet is unstable." Oh, well, that's okay. Fun. Let's uh, just sort of go back. Just say, start with Kai saying like, "Hi everybody, <laughs> go." Hi everybody, it's me. Okay, and today, uh, uh, and today our guest is Jake Orbez. Say hi, Jake. Hi, Jake. Yep. Thanks for following me. <laughs> Directions. Uh, so what you've been doing in quarantine, Jake? Me, uh. Pretty much the only thing I'm allowed to do, which is school and lifting. I've been playing guitar heavily. Like, I'm going to be the next John Mayer. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing guitar too, but I don't know how to play a guitar, and my guitar is a broken child's guitar. So it's not working out the same. Yeah, I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> uh, well, it yeah. works... It works at annoying my bridle, which is the main purpose of it. So that's that it works out fine. I said, have you mastered any songs yet with the with your guitar? Oh me? Yeah, I yeah, spent you. the first couple months trying to learn this song uh Neon. You guys know it? Yeah. No, okay, I don't well, sadly. When you get a chance you should look it up. Uh it's probably like the hardest thing I've ever attempted. Like, not only because, like, the chord shapes are almost impossible to make, but, like, his right hand technique is what he's really famous for. Like, most players don't really, like, keep it in mind, but his is, like, he'll throw in, like, some percussive elements to his playing, and it's, like, really hard to master. But when you watch him play, it's almost, like, natural for him. So. It's called the right hand technique? Yeah. It's, like, well, What does it's, he do with his left hand, then? His left hand... Well, it's kind of funny, actually. He's got, like, unnaturally big hands, so he can make these chord shapes that, like, are almost impossible for most people to make. So, like, basically his music is just, like, really hard to replicate, which is why it's oh, so damn. much fun trying to learn. You gotta, oh, like, okay. you gotta, like, ingrown your own fingers and hands. Yeah, dude, you, know? you gotta, like, dislocate, you gotta pop and lock your thumb. It's crazy. Oh. So, yeah. you go to uc davis correct uh yeah good yes so <laughs> our boy debo a few weeks back before this whole pandemic started he visited you so and according to debo he has some interesting stories with you guys so well, debo, yeah, let me let me start it off so it was like Near the end of my winter break, I went like January 18th. I told Jake that I was coming up to Davis just for a visit for friends and stuff. When I got there, um, what did we do? First, like when we got there, we all started talking. Like I introduced him to some of the people whose room I was in. Um, after that, he just took me on like a tour around campus. He took me to like frat row. I checked out this janky ass house, which was completely trashed. Dude, there's a section of the house where the floor is literally bent. Like, yeah, we saw that. <laughs> it's crazy. I met some of Jake's frat boys whom thought I actually go to Davis and they wanted me to join his frat, but then I had to break it to them that I don't go to Davis. But they seem pretty cool. But yeah, after that, he tried to sneak me into one of their dining halls that didn't work out. I spent like 10 bucks on some pretty crappy food, but I met a Samoan dude who was actually pretty cool. He's hella big. That's what was random. his name again? 
Misi is what we called Misi. him. Yeah. That dude is huge. But yeah, so mm-hmm. I met him. Then what else did we do? He was just showing me around campus. And then like we went our separate ways. But the second time I was in, not the second, the third time I was in Davis, I saw Jake again. We didn't really hang out, but I just adapted him up because he was also with his frat. They were going to the part a party that night, which the, I remember I called Jake to let me get into. And I was going to be able to get into it, but it was going to be me and someone else only, not the other people in my friend group I was with. So I didn't end up getting in. Okay. But yeah, so not much. We didn't do much because most of like my trips there um, was with like the main people I went to see. But with Jake, like I always made sure I got to interact with him. So wait, what was the things that you actually um, did with the uh, other friend group? Um, well, my boy Hariz came up the second time in Davis. We were all just hanging out, just like everyone wanted to meet Hariz. And it was actually a pretty fun, like, three days we spent there. We basically all hung out. Hariz got to meet everyone, know each other. Um, we ate, like, a shit ton of food. We went to Chipotle and so many times um we saw this cool ass like antique comic book like novelty store where um uh, there was just like a bunch of cool stuff in there there was like antique comic books um what else was there there was also there was this huge ass like spider-man statue which i tried to buy but the store owner told me if i touch it he's gonna kick me out of the store um that was basically it but we just explored Davis. We went to this one Kava restaurant, Kava or Kava bar. Kava is like a plant root that it oh, gives you the effects of like experiencing a high, but it actually doesn't do that. For me, I took like the highest concentration of it and it was just completely bitter. So it was like whatever. But yeah, that was it was pretty fun. Wait, how does it give you the effects of being high, but then it doesn't? It that's For just, me, it didn't. that doesn't make oh. any sense. No, For you're me, saying you're saying the it's supposed to give you the effects of be of making you high, but it doesn't that's actually make you high. That's that doesn't make any sense. That's what's that's, advertised. That's a yeah, lie. That really it just makes sense. <laughs> no, but okay. Some of my other friends they said like they were experiencing it, but I don't know. Like I felt literally nothing, and I took the highest concentration you could get. I ordered two bowls of it just to try it out. And it was completely just bitter to me. That was it. Nothing else. So there's like no cannabis in it? No, there's no cannabis. It's kava root. It's like the plant root itself that they like purified or pureed into like a juice. And they always top it off with a pineapple as if that's supposed to enhance (laughs) the taste. That just sounds like another drug on its own. (laughs) It was a cool experience. Like the vibe in that um, bar was actually hella cool. It's just, it looks like it's just a bunch of stoners in there, but it's just people hanging out. Some, like, weird reggae, reggaeton music in the background playing. The barista had a huge-ass, like, nose piercing that, that had, like, a hole you can see through her nose. And then, like, those earrings where you can look through their earlobes. So that was interesting. <laughs> but, yeah. I didn't really hang out much with Jake aside from the first time there where I just met, like his frat bros and then some people around campus and stuff like that but my next trip to davis jake you and i should definitely hang out more yes and i yeah. shall definitely come with you more i, yeah, I you had the opportunity shock, dude. yeah i had the opportunity to go but uh i had work unfortunately <laughs> so i couldn't go so jake uh since you go to davis and all that cool stuff um uh, you are also in a frat. That is correct? This is true. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what is a frat called? What is a frat? A fraternity? No, no, oh, no. no. Like, what is your frat? No, the name of your I rush Theta Chi. Ooh, yes. Um, so, why did you join a frat? Uh, well, when I quickly got there, I realized that you kind of have to, like, make your own social life. Like... There are people there who will literally just go to class, hit the library, and then that's it. Um, so my recommendation for in college is to like join some clubs, play some intramural sports, or do what I did, 
and rush of eternity become a degenerate uh, is there anything you guys like want to specifically know your initiation oh. week is killer when you told me yeah i remember week? you told yeah i remember you telling me about your initiation and i was like how yeah you guys are, you yeah you're that? basically just up all week just doing crazy stuff tell us a little bit about it what did you do for your initiation uh there's not much I'm supposed to or allowed to say, but we had this. Just give us. I can yeah. say this. We had a project, so every pledge class has to pick a project. Ours was to completely sand the entire like hardwood floor in the house, and so I spent an entire week choking on sawdust and uh, <laughs> drinking rock stars to keep myself alive, all while yeah. working on this like with this power sander just completely like obliterating the top layer of this floor and we came to realize that the fl- like the uh, sander wasn't made to work on the type of floor we were using so we completely busted the thing <laughs> and w- when we took it back to uh Home Depot I think is where we bought it one of the guys had to straight up like go Karen on the uh person working there to get us a refund cuz we made it look like it broke on us <laughs> Oh, it's pretty funny, actually. Uh, what else? What made you rush a fraternity? I know you said like, you know, you wanted to have a social life and be join a social group or some type of club. But what made you decide to join a fraternity instead of just you know joining a club or doing a sport? Um, it was honestly just a change of scenery, dude. Like playing sports in high school like you meet all sorts of different people and i had like the same mindset rushing a fraternity i just wanted to meet some different dudes uh but when you rush a fraternity you learn that like they're all davis students so a lot of the guys there are like still engineering students and um they're like pre-med so you meet a lot of the same people but yeah that's pretty much what i was looking for you can make connections out of it too. You never know who you can Very meet. true, yeah. Pretty much networking, which is important in life. Uh, so what was the story that uh, – what's the story of how you joined the fraternity? Okay. <laughs> this one I could kind of tell a lot of. Um, the first week I hung out with a lot. You remember that dude, right? Yes, I do. Oh, we yeah. all know about that dude. Yeah, so – I didn't really want to knew what I wanted to do in Davis. And so I was just pretty much hanging out with anyone. And then I had this like obsession with rushing uh, Theta Chi. And I was like, sure, dude, let's do it. So why specifically Theta Chi? Uh, I don't know. We did what's called a suicide rush where you pretty much only rush one fraternity. And oh. if you get a bid from them, great. But if you don't, then like you're out of luck because you have to wait till next quarter to get a bid. So we get a bid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, I mean, we kind of knew we were going to get a bid. The dudes, we really vibed with them. But uh, so we were pledges for about two weeks. And then just out of the blue gets dropped. And uh, so I have to like decide whether to keep rushing with these guys who I like don't even know or to just drop out and find something else to do. So I uh, continued the pledge process, and it was definitely worth it. Made some of the best friends I have at Davis, and uh, it's back now, so happy story in the end. Oh, wow. It all worked out. Yeah. Uh, how uh, – crap, I forgot to say. Oh, so Devo. Yeah. So do they even have any frats at Merced? They got frats, but it's like, it's it's a complete joke. Like, the frats and sororities are complete jokes. They're professional ones, but it's like, girls can join the frats. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't that make old. any sense. Are they all I never co-ed? even understood why they separated them anyway, so... Well, yeah, that's also a good point, but, yeah, um, the frats and Merced are a complete joke, and, like, it's cool and all... Like, yeah, you want to join it, go for it. It's cool and all, but, like, the dudes, especially in the frats there, they act like they're the shit. Like, no. I, when you tell them, you go to a frat and you see Merced, the middle of nowhere, like, lower yourself, lower your standards, you're not, you're nothing. Yeah, I went to Merced once, and I was like, 
Why? Yeah. <laughs> no, but the dudes there think like they're the shit, and the frats there, but um, they're like those stereotypical type of frat boys, like in the gyms and all that. That's when it comes full circle. They'll have those stupid ass cutouts of their tank tops, the very thin ones. Like you can purposely <laughs> see their nip slips. They, I bet they do it on purpose. They do that. They have veiny ass arms, which I think they're taking steroids or Lysol or Lysic or whatever it's called. Lysol? <laughs> I meant Lysic or whatever. Lysol and just spray it down. No, but I have they that think right next to me. they really think they're all that. And then um, there's not much when it comes to sorority girls because, like I said, it's really just professional frats. So it's really just networking and community. Or, like, making a bunch of communities and making yourself, like, well-known. But when it comes to, like, um, how they actually act on campus, they really think, like, oh, they're all that. But then if you tell them, look at your frat, look at, like, the Theta Chi and Merced, and look at the Theta Chi and, like, Davis or UCLA. Compare yourself to that. Then tell me where you guys stand. But frat parties there in Merced are pretty fun, though. Because there's nothing to do. Well, no, the parties there, plus, like, all the parties that I can get into regarding the frats i can get into for free and my friends just because like i know a lot of people in the frat so they're cool with me so they will just let me in so i kind of exploit the my friends in the frats who i'm just cool with that let me get in the parties that's really the sole reason why i'm friends with them because they offer nothing else besides that well hopefully they don't listen just to being this honest. podcast <laughs> uh i'm just being honest that's what they really are hey honesty is best policy um, what, if you were to make your own frat Devo, what would it be like? <laughs> First of all, I can't ever see myself in a frat. A lot of people say they could see me in one, but in all honesty, like, no. I could see um, you in one. No, I could never be in a frat, I but if I were to... I see you in one. Huh? I can easily see you in one. I'm not, like, the stereotypical type of frat dude and neither is jake jake is not one of the but um if i were to design my own kind of frat i don't know first of all what it would be called it's gonna have some combination of symbols and whatever it should be elon um, musk's child name okay whatever his child's name is i don't know that name as well but whatever that is i guess that will be the name um the parties the one thing i'll focus on is making sure the parties are actually lit and specifically when it comes to frat dudes, I ought to make sure they're not, like, rapey or any like that. Because there are frat Dude, dudes like that. That's, that's like, a the big main problem. reason I want to stay away from frats. There's rapey vibes in certain frats. I didn't get... I never got one from Jake's Theta Chi. But <laughs> yeah, knowing... That's... Well, yeah, Jake knows this. But knowing frats, there's a bunch of rapey dudes in them. Straight I even up. made a TikTok regarding um, rapey dudes and frats. Oh, if... If you make a TikTok, then it's it's now written law. If if Debo made a TikTok about it, but no, it's like it's just the whole like culture when it comes to frat boys. Because if you get stuck in that um, culture of being in the frat, like the frat that you actually put yourself to a higher standard than others. One, like if you go to the gym, like I said, you're gonna be wearing those stupid ass cutouts. You're gonna be <laughs> trying to show yourself off on purpose, which. I get body positivity, promotion, and all that. That's perfectly fine. But if you're a douchebag when it comes to that, like, no. If forget, you have no gains, you. if you have nothing to flex, then what's the point? Yeah, that's also true. Like, I can get why people, though, wear, like, those cutouts. Because, like, for muscle constriction, you don't want that. I get that. But if you're doing it for not a different reason, like, just to show yourself off to others, which most frat guys that I know of actually do, that's, like, whatever, but... Just I'd go say my main. I'd say my main thing, if I were to design a frat, it'd be called Elon Musk's son, whatever his name is. No <laughs> rapey vibes at all. It's gotta be lit parties. Anyone's invited. Because what's the point in excluding people from a party? Like, that makes no sense to me. And... What if the rapey guys show up? Yeah, that? literally, that's one of the problems you have with open parties, is you end up having... That be, is... Yeah. Like, when you're that at That was a party, true, because... Um, the party, like I said, I got into the one that Jake was holding last time I was in Davis. Like I said, um, I was able to get into it, me and someone else, but of my other friends weren't able to. But the dudes who were talking, 
were looking at my other friend a certain type of way, and I was not going to let that happen. I'm not going to disclose their name, but they were looking at um, this person a certain type of way, and they were actually pissing me off with the way they were doing it. So I also, like, pushed back away from it. Like, no, I was not going to let um, this person and me and my other friends get into this party. Dude. <laughs> so I, I told them, like, I knew Jake, and they said, oh, okay. They even called up Jake, and he texted me, like, yeah, it's all good. But I wasn't going to go in just because of the rapey vibes. I was yeah, uh, in Berkeley, uh, we have three houses that are called the rape houses that are part of frats. Oh, no, I, I think I know about them. Yeah. So, like, every – and especially, too, uh, on my way to work, every single time I drive past them and I'm like, I'm never going to those frat houses. <laughs> right, but just, like, regarding this whole thing with me being in a frat, I can get how some people can't see me as a frat boy, but in, like, all honesty, no, I could never be in one just because, like, I know the culture. I've seen, like, from the frat culture. But the frat parties are pretty fun. Like, don't get me wrong. They are lit. They are hella fun. Especially in Merced. Like, they're they're pretty fun in Merced, even though they'll get shut down in, like, five minutes, concerned wherever the area is. But aside from that, um, I honestly couldn't be in a frat. Just because of, like, the rapey vibes I would get, plus, like, the douchebag sense most people have towards certain frat members. Uh, the thing about, like, frats is that if you get, like, enough dudes around, you could just make your own fraternity. So That is true. Yeah, you can kind of, like, make it with whoever you want. Um, and, like, with the rapey vibes, like, yeah, that's that's definitely a problem we have, but you just kind of avoid the wrong people, if you know what I mean. Like, right, you don't... Yeah. Oh, no, continue. Like, uh, <laughs> this is one funny-ass story, dude. So I'm at a party, and, like, it's my first year at Davis. I don't really know anyone. So this like French dude comes up to me and he's like being really weird. He's being really sus. He hands me a beer and he's like, I heard Theta Kai's were pussies. So shotgun this with me. And I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> and so, so I shotgun a beer with him. And then like later on, someone comes up to me and they say, I forget his name, but they're like, yo, this guy's here. He needs to leave. And I'm like, why? What's wrong with him? And I'm like, and someone told me that he has like several like sexual assault allegations against him and i was like oh shit so i had to like swim through the sea of bodies in this party to find this guy and then we try and kick him out but like right as we're about to kick him out the gate he like grabs our president's shoulder turns him around he's like tell this guy i'm cool and so our president like says no this guy's cool he could stay and i'm like what the hell so the french dude like disappears into the sea of bodies and I'm like, yo, what was that? And the president said to us, he was like, bro, I'm scamming him. He's paying me like 50 bucks to stay in this party. I was like, unreal. So like, oh my God. long story short, I later found that guy that night and just kicked him out. And he still <laughs> paid our president 50 bucks. What's, I uh, guess. I was about to say, what if you just roofied your beer? That would have been bad. Well, he shotgunned the beer. It's not like it's already open. Jake has to, like, puncture oh, himself to do it. That's true. But he just drugged it, and then it was just like, oh, well, good night. Yes, that's a problem with throwing open parties. Is you'll just get, like, dudes like this rolling up, like, completely No, randos. I get that. I understand that. Like, the parties I tried to get into in Davis. I even hit up to see if he could let me in and with <laughs> Just saying, yeah, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I can get you. And I can get you in. He was super enthusiastic about it. I was telling him, bro, you can chill. You can just tell me, yeah, you can. Then just let me know what do I have to do. But he was saying, oh, he was saying, oh, yeah, I want to party with you. I want to do this and that with him. Like, you, won't, you won't let me. I'm not going to party with you. You just let me in and let me do my thing with my friends. You go off. Bro, it's I appreciate. I saw, okay, this has nothing to do with the frats, but uh, me and one of my best friends at college Harris, the second time i was in davis he and i went to go work out in the arc you guys by the way have a big ass gym i really like dude that. we have such a nice gym for real but yeah so Harris and i were working out there all of a sudden i'm just doing like my um um bench okay. all of a sudden hovering over me 
and he's just saying, wait, are you Debo? As I'm doing, like, my bench, I'm like, okay, let me re-rack this and let me talk with him, I guess. Out of all times, he chose that time in the middle of my set to talk to me. I was like, okay, I guess now I'm talking to He was like, don't you go to Merced? I go, like, I told him, yeah, I do, but I just came here to visit some friends. That's my best friend from college, Harise. So he spoke with Harise, and it was kind of awkward. He was like, he was telling me, you got a lot bigger than you used to look like in high school. In high school, you used to look small and puny. I was like, oh, thank Thanks. you, I guess. <laughs> I have been hitting the gym. Yeah, but, um, I did. It was, like, cool, I guess, seeing him. But I wish he didn't, like, stop me in the middle of my set. It's like but a gym it's sin. It's cool. I got to see He did not change whatsoever. He looks the exact same. But, yeah, that's just my look, a little quick story about Dude, in the gym, he's like a fiend in the gym. So... The yeah. first week we went and he like would try and PR every single exercise every single day. Like I've never seen anything like it. His joints are going to be literal dust by the end of college. <laughs> oh my God. I but could just he, imagine a Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. You where should he just ask like, him. he just crippled. You should ask him for his numbers. Cause his deadlift was like crazy. So was his squat. I think he hit three plates once. He probably went higher than that at this point, but yeah. Three plates is my max. But <laughs> literally all he does is legs. Like, he's the opposite of the frat boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, he looked very, like, when I saw him, he and I were, um, he was standing, like, right in front of me. When I saw him, I was just looking like him, like, you know, as a normal person like, when you're talking. But then I just noticed his legs are massive compared to his upper body. Straight up. I tried the, my very hardest to not laugh or point it out, but. Harise was almost about to point it out for him because Harise kind of goofy like that. Wait, did he have legs like Roman? No, no one can ever have Roman's legs. Those are godly legs. Roman. No it's one can ever make fun of him. It's crazy because he doesn't do anything to have legs like that. Is that but you ask him, like. Because, no, you ask him. You ask him, how does he have calves like that? And then he goes into a story like, back in Russia, I used to walk miles to school each day. <laughs> in Soviet Russia. <laughs> when, uh, so when actually, uh, when, so I noticed that got an Instagram recently, and when he hit me up, when my sister died, uh, RIP, Ashley Hall, um, uh, I noticed, the first thing I noticed was how, jacked his lays got <laughs> on his yeah. instagram like i think he has like a full body picture of it, and his legs are just massive i'm like oh he got big <laughs> he got he has massive Im- legs i can imagine making a tinder and instead of all upper body shots it's just <laughs> <leg> shots. <laughs> oh my god Damn. It's just like just start flexing his legs like you like what you see, ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. We're gonna go into a little break and then we'll come back for more fun stories. back um the big thing i want to talk about on the podcast was recently just randomly i look on my snapchat and kai had sent drove all the way to sacramento for a haircut which is just the weirdest thing i just randomly see so i had to i had to talk about it this week so kai why did you drive all the way to sacramento for a haircut all right so as you boys know I have really bad Jufro. <laughs> like, it's just horrible. It's all over the place, you know. My sides and my the back of my hair, they're all over the place. And if I'm not going out, you know, I, I don't do it with my hair. So it's just all over the place and it's messy and I don't like it. So, and because we're in a little quarantine pandemic, so no barbers are open, unfortunately. Um, I was talking to my dad and I was like, Hey, I I really need a haircut within the next few days because we're going to Arizona for a little vacay because just for some golfing. Thank you, Jacob, for teaching me how to golf. So 
I will. It was one time and you sucked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we have a golf story that I need to bring up, but later. Um, so I was talking to him because I really need a haircut because you never know. I might meet a little cute lady in Arizona. So I was just like, I need a haircut. So on my way to Berkeley to drop my dad off um, at his place, my stepdad hits me up. It was like, hey, Kai, uh, be home in 30 minutes. I'm going to drive you to Sacramento for a haircut. And I'm like, okay, fine. And so uh, I dropped my dad off, uh, pretty much drove all the way home and such, got in my stepdad's car, and we drove to Sac just for me to get a decent haircut for a pretty cheap price for 20 bucks. So, yeah, that was pretty much my road trip okay speaking of road so, tri- wait no no we have to talk more about this you can't get away with just that yeah okay one <laughs> why sacrament is it because sacramento is sort of opened up and hail and bubble shops are allowed to open up again or is it just some guy's like garage yeah did like your stepdad have a friend or something so my mom's hairdresser <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my mom's hairdresser that I used to go for uh, for haircuts as a kid. And she was like, she was doing like haircuts in her house. So, and she lived in Roseville and she knew that I needed a haircut because I looked horrible because my hair was all over the place. So my stepdad hit her up and was like, hey, um, so-and-so, you want to give Kai a haircut because he needs one and she was like yeah sure just bring him over before six and so i just we just drove to sacramento for me to get a little cool haircut from my mom's hairdresser that's in roseville but how come you just didn't consider do what i did and just buzz cut i can never do a buzz cut i i remember that i used to do buzz cuts and my yeah my face does not fit a buzz cut. I don't... Well, Kai, I thought your buzz cut was cool because it made you look kind of scary. And I always liked it when you look scary because then people would be afraid of you even though you're not at all a scary personality. It's so I always found it fun. It's combining the buzz cut with your height. Yeah. I dude, that's and, what would make you scary. And, and that the tattoo, fact that people dude. know he's a fighter. So. Oh, yeah, and if Kai exposes his tattoo, then yeah. Kai, your tat is sick, bro. I I know. I'm almost done with my tattoo too. I just I just want the parlors to open so I can just get the snake done and then I can start my shoulder tattoo. Get like a quarter sleeve. Oh, dude, tattoo places are gonna be the last thing to open. I know, which sucks because I I like have the money to get like my tattoo finished and to start my next one, but it's just like I don't. You don't have the facilities for that, big man. And I don't want to go to like to some random person's house just for it. But that's just worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's just worse. Uh anyway, speaking of road trips and haircuts, Jake, over the summer, uh last summer that was winter you went break, on a actually. actually winter break, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um you went on a big road trip with uh a few of the boys, Henry, Will and Ty. Shout out to them. Um tell us why did you go on a road trip, especially to that far? <laughs> okay, so it started out with me and Will just talking. Like, Will, Ty, and Henry all stayed in Walnut Creek when I left. So they're pretty much – they were just, like, sick and tired of us just hanging out in the same place. So me and Will are talking, and we say, yeah, we'll do a road trip down south. It'll be cool, whatever. Like, we were thinking, like, not even leave California, really. And then all of a sudden, like, we're driving, and we just keep seeing signs. And Will's like, bro, that place looks cool. And then me and Henry are in the backseat, like, fatigued. (laughs) And we're like, no, please stop. And so we basically just kept driving until we hit, like, Arizona. And then we went up into Nevada and circled back and came from uh, where we went, where we left. Uh so, like, pretty much the main places we hit were, like, we hit the Grand Canyon, we hit uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and Las Vegas. So, it was all pretty, it was pretty cool, actually. 
the only part I didn't really like was sitting in the back seat for like hours on end. Um, but yeah, if you guys have like any questions about what we did. Well, actually, so what did you get? So I'm more interested with the Las Vegas bit, but I want to start from the beginning. What did you, so you guys first went to the Grand Canyon? Uh, no, that was, I think that was before Vegas. We started out, Will wanted to go to this like town called Barstow just to like see where we can go from there. So it's like this really quiet, dusty town that's kind of past Bakersfield and uh, nothing really excited happened there except like we were leaving this one store and you could tell it was like kind of a, a hick town when these people just walked up to us with a paper bag and they were like, here, take this alcohol. And we were like, okay, sure. So that was very strange. And that's pretty much all that happened there. And then from there, our next stop was a city called Flagstaff, which is where uh, North Arizona University is, if you've ever heard of that. And uh, it was snowing there. And we didn't know that we'd be going that far. So none of us had packed anything for snow gear. So we basically just froze our asses off whenever we went outside. I don't think, I don't remember doing much there. Uh, we kind of talked to the people there because it's a college town. So there were like a lot of students around. But because it was winter break, like most people had gone home. Yeah, no, super, it was so pretty. Like there was this mountain right next to the city and it had like a cap of snow on the top of it. It looks so cool. Oh, wow. And so we uh, drove past that and then like from an hour up there was the Grand Canyon. So we went to that. The Grand Canyon, I didn't know this, but it actually like had snow all over the Grand Canyon. It was super icy. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah. And uh, Henry was definitely the boldest out of all of us. He was like sussing me the hell out. He would like walk right up to the edge of the canyon and just look over. This dude was wearing slides and he was on ice. Just looking wait, over the wait, edge. Was he wearing his iconic slides? Straight up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. Slides, PJ bottoms, and a hoodie top. It was, it was truly a sight to behold. And <laughs> yeah, Will would like scream at him to get back from the edge. But this dude had like balls hanging out of his pants, bro. He would like like slide up to the edge and just peek over. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That would have gave me a heart attack. And what Straight was the up, boy yeah. Ty doing? Ty? Ty would not go up to the edge. He only went up once, but... I mean, I'll give Ty some credit for, like, basically the whole trip. Because, like, I thought he was going to bail out the day before. Like, this is not something Ty would have done. But uh, he kept mm -hmm. his mouth shut and let us do to him what we wanted to. He basically, like... <laughs> <laughs> he kept his complaining to a minimum. But, uh... I still love him for going. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so, Las Vegas. You guys finally hit Las Vegas. What's happened there? Uh, none of them had actually ever been, which is pr pretty much the only reason why we went. Like, when you're under 21, there really isn't anything to do there. So, we didn't even spend a night there. Uh <laughs> They didn't believe me when I told them that the city is, like, absolutely filthy and it's just, like, super scummy. So yeah. like they, <laughs> yeah, for, the, for you guys who have been, so we go there and like, <laughs> there are dudes, I remember this from the last time I was there, there are dudes literally handing out like, uh, cards for like, I don't even, it might've been like an orgy or something. I can't even remember, but they were just basically like handing out these cards of like naked women on them to like anyone who would walk by, like straight up families would walk by and they'd like hand out these cards to dads. It was unreal. <laughs> oh my God. pretty much the only other thing that happened there was we were walking around checking out some of the stores and because it's vegas like of course they have like this super sus looking knife store and so uh we mosey on in and there's just like of these... course you did yeah exactly and there are these <laughs> knives that just look like they should be illegal just hanging up on the wall and uh so we talked to the store owner. He's a pretty cool dude. Like he tells us how he makes his own knives. And then uh, in the shop is this guy who looks like he's straight out of like an anime or something. He looks like a super villain. <laughs> we get talking to him and it we like find out that he's like a world record holder for like 
knife throwing. Oh, wow. And so he's got like all these super cool like knives made for throwing. Shows us his Instagram and uh, we talked to him for a while about like how he got into it and all this stuff. It was a pretty cool experience. And uh, out of everything we could have bought in the store, Henry bought a uh, a lighter that was shaped like an infinity gauntlet. So yeah, uh, I feel like we might have done Whoa, the store. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, cool. That, yeah, that's cool. I know. But uh, I feel like we did the store owner dirty because he showed us all these like super cool knives. Oh, that just brings back memories of when me and Jacob went uh, camping, road trip. The road trip, Jacob. You remember that? Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember the road trip? So um, what did we do again on the road trip? You don't well, remember it yourself, but you want Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I great. want Jacob to tell. He's a better storyteller than me. Let's just be Well, real. first we got into a car because that's usually required. Um, uh, it was we went with a bunch of friends. I'm not even going to list them all off because there's too many. Um, they yeah. know who they are. Anyway, uh, we went camping um, and we had two campsites we went to. Yeah. First, we went big trees which is way out in Sierra Nevadas. Then we went past the Sierra Nevadas and we went to Mammoth. And we sort of would go, we went into Yosemite twice during the trip. But yeah, we went through the Sierra Nevadas and all this area. And I don't know what else you want me to talk about, Kai. That, that is very true. I mean... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Remember when Grant locked us, got locked out of the car? Yeah, I was literally about to mention that. <laughs> Like, okay, so the, it was the last day of the camping trip, right? And, you know, a bunch of us were like, hey, let's go back to Yosemite for the last day and just chill. Maybe go on a little hike, you know, have some fun. And after we were done hiking and we decided to go to, like, a little river to do a no, little it, swimming. We, we didn't really do a hike, did we? I think we did. Didn't we? No, the hike was the first day we were in Yosemite. That oh, day, yeah, 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 we yeah, just yeah. went swimming. Yeah, so we just went swimming to in a little river, and then I believe, uh, I believe it was Grant that left something in his car, right? And so he left he, his keys in his car, is what he left. Well, yeah, but he forgot something else, <laughs> so he went back to his car, and he realized that he forgot his keys in his car, so he couldn't even go back into his car. So he called us up. And we pretty much had to walk all the way back to Grant. And we spent like three, four hours just waiting for AAA to come up and unlock the car for him. That was that was super awkward. Um, especially when he was like telling his dad and all that. That was really awkward. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that was an experience. There was also a few other little experience. Uh, Remember when we were driving, I think it was, we were to Syria and Nevada, that we kept seeing Grant drifting his car, his truck, on the side of the mountain. You remember that? I think I was in the car. Wait, you were in the car? I was in Grant's car for the whole back end of the trip, yeah. Yeah, it was like on the way there. It was you, me, and Eric in the back. And we kept seeing, like, Grant behind us with Nathan and um, David. And he kept, like, drifting around along the mountain. And it was just like, oh, no. <laughs> he was going fast. Grant Grant drives really fast, yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot faster than He does. Sam. I remember the only person. The only person I say he drives crazy is, is I was in when we were in the car with Zephyl when we were going to like the beach. He would like oh, yeah. pass people in like really short areas, where it would he would basically be playing chicken with someone he saw coming ahead of him, <laughs> and yeah. that was pretty dangerous. Yeah, Grant was a be, madman. That must be like a band kid thing because uh, do you guys remember Arjun? Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, Arjun told me a story of how he like he forgot something before his concert, so he was driving like 50, 60 on the city streets in Wanna Creek to get back to his house. <laughs> oh no. I was just going to say, Grant's a hella fast driver because 
the day you had one of your fights in what Martinez or Benicia, wherever. Yeah, it, it was, was in Benicia. Yeah, one of them. Um, I was in the car with Grant, and Grant he was low key swerving through traffic just to get there, <laughs> and we got there like ten minutes before, so we had to go eat and everything. Then we actually saw your fight. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and then when you guys showed up, I was like, so who drove? And then I just saw Grant, I was like, oh, <laughs> that Grant drove. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Ah! Oh, yeah. Jacob, remember when uh, we were sitting in the back and squishing uh, Eric? And how well, Eric yeah, because Eric was the smallest one. Yeah, because he was the smallest one. So he had to go in the middle, and he objected. <laughs> But that's not the rules. You're the smallest one. You go in the middle. Oh, I felt so bad for that man. Uh, so is there any other road trip stories that you guys been on? Not that I remember. Debo, you never well, been on a road trip. Well, okay. I guess this could count as a road trip, but this I wasn't in the U.S. I guess this was when I was in Bangladesh. Um, Bangladesh has like the longest beach in the world. It's called Cox Bazaar. Um, I remember like taking a road trip there from my grandpa's house to there. It took like a good five hours or something like that, but I was just a little kid. And I remember it was like, Bangladesh is known for like having crap ton of monsoons and tight, um, whatever the cyclones one's currently happening now. And I really mm-hmm. hope everyone over there is okay. But, um, yeah, so we get a lot of heavy rains, and I guess we didn't expect it the day we were going. It was over summer, I remember. This was the last time I was in Bangladesh, so 2007. But I remember the last time I was there, we were in... Um, my family rented out um, like two large buses because they were someone's wedding. It was like one of my cousin's wedding or something or whatever like that, but they rented out two buses, I remember. my My main family was in... One bus, the other family was in the other, but on the road there, we experienced like heavy rains, and I just remember our buses would swerve, and we were close to like hitting each other, because like the roads that work in Bangladesh, um, the buses, I guess there the weird rule is no two bus could be behind each other; they had to be side to side. So our buses kept like swerving into each other almost, and like with wet roads, Bangladesh is not known for having the best roads. Like, it's all just rocks and mud slides. So, it was pretty risky. But I remember just our um, bus swerving quite a lot. And on the way there, though, um, our bus did break down. Like, my family's bus, it broke down in the middle of the heavy rains. And we were stuck there for, like, two hours or something. But we we got there, obviously, because I'm still here living. But, yeah, so we got there. And I don't know. I guess that's, like, my most recent, if you can call it recent, road trip experience uh, i haven't been on vacation since then so yeah I'm trying to get out of the u.s debo next time we plan on a major road trip again or a camping trip we're definitely going to take you you definitely well, need to you definitely need some wilderness in your life i need a vacation or something i've been through way too much to not go on something for relaxation including you jake we, we all need to go on a yeah, little road trip for camping real. We need to fight some bears. Come up to uh, Mount Diablo with me, Will, Henry sometime. We've done that a couple times. It's yeah, really I haven't actually, I only been to Mount Diablo once. And that was like, really? yeah, like. You've only been I there was, once and you can like, you basically, we can't see it from our houses, but you can basically see it from our houses. Yeah, I was just pretty much just like, hey, I was just like talking to myself. It was like, hey, Don. Can we just go to Mount Diablo real quick? And he was like, sure. And so we just went. We went on the no, side. Yeah. It wasn't in that even impressive. <laughs> we didn't go well, into did you go the, to the summit. No, we didn't do any of that. We just drove drove to it and back. Oh. You should go to the summit when it's snowing. Yeah. Oh, for I've real. been up there. I went there when it was snowing with Evan and Eric, and that was fun. Don't you have a picture on Instagram with you getting hit by snow or something? Yeah, because they threw a snowball at me. That yeah. was fake, though. They, I actually knew it was coming. That was so. last year, right? Our senior year of high school, or what? Yeah, that yeah. was senior year. Me and, yeah. me and Will. Me and Will once went up there, and it wasn't snowing, but it was, like, pissing rain. Like, And 
um, it was like sideways wind and will like had oh, this yeah. great idea that we should go rock climbing right there at the summit. So we like, <laughs> we leave the summit grounds and like pretty much like 20 feet later, like we can't even see it. Like that's how hard it's raining. And so we just start like scaling along like these rock walls and pretty much like it was so sus. So I've got like videos of Will standing on rocks and then he'll like jump and the wind will literally like blow him back like a foot or two. <laughs> it's cra- it was crazy. Oh yeah. my God. You're, you're known though for doing some crazy stuff. The story of how you and I even met is pretty mu- is pretty crazy or how we became good friends is crazy. Yeah. You know the story <laughs> with... Uh, <laughs> Every time I look at my finger, I remember the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess now if we're going to talk about it, so, I've known Jake since 8th, well, I know about you in 7th grade because of our good friend Ryan Polzer, but in 8th grade, <laughs> I think we solidified, I think we solidified our good friendship in having science. Why am I blanking out? Del Nista. Del Nista, Del Nista the greatest science teacher I possibly oh, will ever have. Del that Nista. was the class. Legend. That was the class. That was the class, but yeah, with Del Nista's class, he and I had it. In eighth grade, like the last class we ever had, last class of the day was with Del Nista, me, Jake Herbez, Ryan Polzer, and Dylan West. What a what a strangest we were. strangest combination of guys ever. Yeah. But it, it worked out somehow. Strangest, but this one time, awesome. I think this is this solidified my friendship with Jake. <laughs> um, he and I were kind of goofing around. We found a pair of scissors or something. <laughs> The desk that we sat at is like right next to Del Nista's desk, and there's a lockbox. Jake and I were messing around because no one was ever capable of opening up that lockbox. Jake and I both thought, this is a good idea. We'll open up the scissors, use one of the blades to jiggle it open. <laughs> Jake, still to this day, he and I argue about this, but I swear Jake was holding it by the blade and using like the lockbox or trying to jiggle it open. Like by the um just by the blade and then um we argue over this on whether or not like i took the handles and like ripped it open i still or... say you did i still say you did i still don't think i did that <laughs> i swear i wouldn't do that but so yeah i guess if that's how it happened i guess i touched the handle and as soon as that happened it cut jake's like index finger <laughs> oh <laughs> And the way this whole sequence went, it cut Jake. He doesn't even cry or react. He gets up. Del Nista's like right there looking at us. He goes up to Del Nista. Blood's dripping down his elbow. And he says, I swear to God, word for word. Jake goes, Mr. Del Nista, I think I'm bleeding. His blood is rushing down. Dude, I was... I was blood on the floor. There's a whole blood trail leading up to his desk. And on our table is Jake's blood. And on the scissors, there's blood. And Jake goes, Mr. Del Nista, I think I'm bleeding. And after that, office gets called. So Jake just goes over there. Freaking Cole Hunter comes in here and asks, is there a Jake Herbez in this class? And then I had to tell him, no, he's in the office, but his backpack is here. And he says, okay, yeah, that's what I meant. And then that was pretty much that end of the story, but I think that's what solidified our good friendship was Jake and me and Jake causing an accident where we still to this day argue who co- who like is responsible for it. Yeah, that's probably my most stupid. That's probably my most memorable experience from that class. Straight up, I was so yeah. shocked. I like looked down and like you know when you get a cut and like it's just a flesh wound. That's what I thought it was. So no. I go up to Dilnista to tell him that I cut myself pretty bad, but I didn't know I was bleeding until I like looked in my hand and I just saw blood everywhere and I was like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> That's like, it's probably not good. <laughs> Jake was even mad at me. In my mind, I'm freaking out. I'm thinking, damn, he's going to be pissed at me. But this whole time, Jake is saying, I think I'm bleeding. No, I'm I'm not very accident prone either. Like, I don't get injuries. I've never broken a bone. So that was pr- pretty much like the first time I've had to go to the emergency room. And they just like, they stitched me up pretty good. Uh, but yeah. like, what shocked? I... I had like never had anything done to this, like done to me like this before. So they like put some stuff in my finger and like, it just goes numb and I can't move it at all. And I'm just like watching a person like sew it back together. 
So that's my only hospital story. It's just me watching someone yeah. perform surgery on my finger. <laughs> that reminds it's me. Hey, it's just the whole story of how that thing happened. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, how what it happened Dylan is way Ryan funnier. I, I honestly think they were just laughing at us. <laughs> yeah, they were probably just dicking around. Uh, There's a lot of stories from that class. Freaking Jake McGoff clenching a ball of, of Jake McGoof with a piece of paper between <laughs> his, cheeks. And his cheeks. Dude, and he sat like that, clenched for the whole like hour. <laughs> and you sat behind him. If you turned around, your face would be right in, right yeah. into that. I look back and his face is beet red and he's sweating and I'm like, bro, are you good? And he was like, dude, I've been clenching for like half an hour. And there's just a crumpled up ball of paper swear, right between his cheeks. Delnisa's class, science class, last period was full of the most stupidest kids. It hit different. That we know. It hit, it different. hit real different. <laughs> I oh, remember yeah. doing my uh I did my project on the last like the day before it was due. Did everything. The write up, the project. Uh, the experiment still got a 50 out of 50. <laughs> Damn. I don't even remember what I did. Well, okay. Yeah. My wait, wait. eighth grade experience, I was like, I left like damn near the end of eighth grade because that's a whole other topic that we don't need to discuss. But yeah, I left wait. near the wait. end. Uh, so, um, Jake, remember in wrestling the last day, it was like before uh, League, uh, I told this story on the podcast before, uh, when where wreck, you when I wrecked your knee, when you wrecked my knee and tore my ACL. <laughs> yeah, I still I, never really formally apologized about that, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I don't. I don't mind. I I still think it's funny though, because especially too how my like stubbornness was just like, hey, I'm gonna just. We're just going live wrestling, you know, we're just wrestling, just having <laughs> yeah, fun. Just and wrestling. you were just you got my leg and then I was like, you know, I'll just let you have my leg. And the next thing I know, I just hear this pop. <laughs> just big pop, no music in the background, and you just hear you just go <laughs> just start screaming. It's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> so, okay, do you know what I did? Uh, so I had I you I had remember. you in an, I had you in an Iowa and I was trying to break you down. And then I remember learning a couple of weeks before, like, the slide, where you, like, slide. Do you remember that? And you, like, push their knee out from underneath them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I try to, like, push your knee out from underneath you, but your legs are so freaking big that instead of, like, pushing your knee, I end up just, like, twisting your foot around your leg. So, <laughs> I, so I twist your foot around your knee, and then I just, and then you just go limp, and I'm like, oh, I screwed up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and then the best like, part, too, is, that's... like, the morning, the morning of sections, it, uh, the morning of section, you... You just see me on going into your car with a walker. <laughs> yeah, you were like hopped up on like painkillers or something and still made NCS that day. That was pretty metal, dude. <laughs> I know. That's like you were in a like, wheelchair. <laughs> you were in a wheelchair yeah. that morning or in crutches and holding a medal at the end of the day. It was pretty cool. Yeah, That's I, your Kobe moment. That's your Kobe taking his ACL and shooting his two free throws still moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll definitely – so since it is getting to end of our podcast, unfortunately we have to end it off today. So I'd like to say thank you, Jake. We'll definitely have you on again. It was and quite a pleasure. Yeah, it's it fun. Always guys. a pleasure. It's always a pleasure, my boy. So uh, any right. last words, Jacob, the host? Well, well, or the host. So oh, that, that's, that's my last true. words. Oh, that's true. All right. So that's the end of our podcast. Thank you for enjoying. Uh, any shout outs? Jake, you want to do a shout out to any of the boys? A shout Anyone? out. Sh- shout out to legs for giving us content. <laughs> <laughs> shout Never out skip leg day, legs. boys. All right. Well, okay. You mentioned Arizona quite a lot. I have a very good friend. At UC Davis, who's currently in Arizona now, shout out Aditya Veriden. Just give my boy, give my boy a follow on TikTok while you're at with this shout out. Oh my god! No, we don't do TikTok follow shout. That's gonna be cut out. <laughs> I've told you before, we will not shout out TikTok. That is cut out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so shout out to my boy Aditya Veriden. There you go. You're there you fine. go. That's better. <laughs> All right. Thank you for enjoying the podcast. 
See you next week. Later, y'all. Hi, right here to stay where I want to stay. I'll be right in my mind. Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having a wonderful time. <laughs>